What are we teaching? Is it valid? Is it valuable? Is it current? Is it special? Is it exciting? Is it passionate? Is it fun? Is it noteworthy? Hello, and welcome to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Hi, I'm Arby Robinson. I'm the master speaker trainer, international speaker, and two-time best-selling author, and the author of Speak Up, Get Clients, which is now on Audible. Yes, and your host for today's Million Dollar podcast. Now, this is a different kind of podcast because this is a podcast that teaches you how to be a million-dollar speaker, reach millions, and make millions doing it. And today, I have a very special topic because it is spring. And sometimes our million-dollar speech, well, can get very stale. So today I'm going to teach you how to put the spring back in your speech and keep it fresh and worth a million dollars. So we're going to spell out an acronym because I just love acronyms. Why? Because they're easy to teach. They're easy for your audience to remember, and they build curiosity among your audience as well. So we're going to spell out the word spring. Now, the S, in order to keep your speech worth a million dollars and lively and freshen it up, we want to change our story. That's right. The S is for stories. Because, see, if your story gets stale, the whole speech is stale. Not all stories, but I'm talking about a particular story, and that is your professional story. You see, because it's your professional story that earns you the right to be speaking. It's the professional story that gives you the credibility that you need and want. It also is the story that builds rapport with your audience. It lets them get to know you, love you, and trust you. So it's so important to keep this story fresh and alive. Yet at the same time, it's the easiest story to get stale because we say it over and over and over. So let me just give you some tips on how you can keep it fresh. And there are times where you're going to ask me to ask people to come and listen to make sure that it's not getting stale. And that happened to me. I was telling my story over and over and over. And one of my colleagues who often comes to my speeches and presentations, one day came to me afterwards and said, Arby, you're telling the story very automatic, very robotic, he said. And you might want to take a look at that. I just want to make you aware. And I didn't think of that. I was just on autopilot. So how do you keep it fresh when it is something that you give over and over again? You want to, every single time you give it, put yourself right back into the place that you were when you originally have, you know, were telling it or originally when it happened to you. So if it starts when you're a teenager, put yourself back in that place. Really feel it. Really look at it. Really imagine it. 
And remember to tell your story as if it's happening to you for the first time, not the hundredth time, but for the very first time. Remember, your audience doesn't know the story. And if they do, well, they like being familiar with it. They like that feeling of knowing what's coming. But most people have not heard it, and you need to tell it like it's never been told, never been heard before, and keep it fresh. And sometimes that means you need to practice it that way. Don't give the punchline. Don't get bored with your own story. But you don't have to change it completely either. If you want to add some things, that's fine. But if it's already working to open the hearts of your listeners, then don't change the words change the delivery. Now, the P in spring, we're spelling out spring, is for PowerPoint. Yes, that old PowerPoint. Because now I'm not a a proponent of PowerPoint at all in the live speaking world. I think it can be a crutch. I think it can upstage you. I think it could be, uh, you know, just horrible and keep you from building rapport with your audience, which again, is so important. You see, as speaking time has got shorter and shorter these days, we really need to be with our audience without any other distractions behind us or with us for ourselves and for our audience, right? Eliminate all distractions. But when you're in the virtual world, PowerPoint can be an advantage, especially if you're selling. So, Instead of just being a talking head in a little Hollywood square, PowerPoint could add some interest and some, some uh, you know, design. It can add some spark. And so it's often used in the virtual world. And, and I would say, okay, if you have a 30-minute speech, use PowerPoint in the virtual world. If you have a 30-minute 30, speech in the live world, do not use PowerPoint, unless you're in your own room. There's always exceptions. But most of the time, if we have a 30-minute speech and it's at a breakfast, at a lunch, at a dinner, we don't know if that PowerPoint is going to have support. We don't know if there's going to be a screen. We don't know if there's going to be a projector. We don't know. So I would always recommend no PowerPoint for 30 minutes or less unless you're in your own room where you can control it. So, but in a virtual room, it's a little different because you can control it, right? No matter what kind of room you're in, you can control it. So if you're going to use PowerPoint in that in either setting, you need to keep it fresh. Yes, you need to keep it fresh. Take a look at your PowerPoint before you do your presentation, especially if you're doing a speech you've done before. Now, I had to look at my PowerPoint recently. I was was redoing the same class for an organization that I often do it for. And I had to take, and I always, not I had to, but I always take a look at my PowerPoint. And lo and behold, on my PowerPoint, I had a picture of my husband and I on that PowerPoint. Well, since the time of the PowerPoint being developed, I'm sad to say that my husband has left this earth and gone to heaven. And I had to think about whether or not I wanted to keep that picture and explain, keep that picture and not explain, or just take that particular picture away. So whatever it is for you, take a look at it and decide what it is 
that you want to do. And and what I decided to do for that one is take his picture away of him and I, because again, it wasn't, it wasn't a place. It wasn't my group. Wasn't my, uh, it, it was my audience, but it wasn't my group. And I did not want to um, get into that uh, explanation. So you look at it, make sure that you have current pictures, make sure you have current information and make sure that you don't have a lot of bullet points and sentences on your PowerPoint. I know it goes without saying maybe because we've been using PowerPoint for so long, but I still see people that want to put a lot of bullet points. A picture is worth a thousand words. See if you can't substitute a picture. Your PowerPoint should not be notes to yourself. Uh, It should be a visual for your audience. The R in spring is for rehearse. Yes, you need to rehearse. You need to rehearse one hour for every two minutes of speech so that you're rehearsing so much that you become the script. Now, that's how you become a million-dollar speaker. But that's how also you freshen up your speech because you know it front and backwards. And it wouldn't be a bad idea to rehearse it differently. Rehearse it from the back going forward. Start in the middle in just the meat. Just rehearse your stories and then put it all together. That's a great way to keep your presentation fresh. The I in spring is for invitation. Yes, you always want an invitation at the end of your presentation. Now, that invitation can be to buy something. It can be to give away something. Or it can just be, hey, if you like this presentation, come and see me at the end of it. Or if you like this presentation, if it moved you in any way, put your uh, email address in the chat. There can be many, many things that you can do that are simple and yet inviting and inviting other people. So take a look at your invitation. Has it gotten stale? Are people moving? Is it the right invitation for the right speech, for the right group, for the right topic? You have to relook at all of that every once in a while. If you're not getting the results, if you're not getting ROI, if you're not getting people emailing you, take a look at your invitation. Maybe it's just not the right one. Now, the N is for narrative. (laughs) Yes, narrative. Sometimes we have to take a look at what we're saying and not just what we're saying in our stories or our PowerPoint, but what are we saying in the meat? What are we teaching? Is it valid? Is it valuable? Is it current? Is it special? Is it exciting? Is it passionate? Is it fun? Is it noteworthy? Take a look at what are you teaching? Are you teaching the same old stale information that you've been for years? Are you teaching something that other people in your same field are teaching over and over again? Take a look at it. Go with the new trends. Go with something new. And it doesn't mean you have to throw out everything. But maybe if you're teaching five steps, maybe there's a new step you can add. Or maybe there's a step you could change. Maybe something's new. You see, two years ago, I would not have ever thought we would be talking about virtual speaking. And yet, here we are. And we're going to be virtual speaking for many, many years to come and live and hybrids and all kinds of things that have changed 
in public speaking. So I speak a lot about how to capture people's interest in and keep it in the virtual world where I never did that before. Well, I did it in the live room, but it's much different in the virtual world. So there's all kinds of differences that happen in every industry. Are you keeping up with them and are you adding them to your speech? So take a look at your narrative. Take a look at what it is that you're teaching, your content, your principles, your meat, whatever you want to call them, and look at them and make sure that they are fresh. And the G in spring, the G in spring stands for grabber. Yes, grabber. What do I mean by grabber? I'm talking about your, your attention grabber. The first, the first sentence or two that you say when you begin your speech presentation or training. Are you asking enrolling questions? Are you asking a statement of declaration? Are you asking a statement of truth? Whatever it is that you do, keep it fresh. Maybe it needs to be looked at again. Maybe the questions don't apply. Maybe they're boring. Maybe the statistic isn't staggering enough. Maybe your truth isn't deep enough. Whatever the case may be, maybe it's time to change it up. Maybe it's time to make it more exciting. So these are just some of the steps that you can do to put the spring back into your presentation. I'm not saying you have to do every single one. But the more you do, the more refreshed your speech will be. But take a look at all of them. Take a look at the stories. Take a look at your PowerPoint. Take a look at the rehearsal. And, and again, practice differently. Take a look at your invitation. Take a look at your narrative. And finally, take a look at your grabber. All of these things will keep to keep your speech from becoming stale and keep it fresh and put the spring back in it. And all these things will make you a million dollar speaker. So that's our lesson for today. We'll see you back here next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Please hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review and feel free to share our channel with your friends and family. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. We would love to hear from you. And remember, you are one step closer to becoming a million dollar speaker.